There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're doing uh, the third episode of season two of Downton Abbey. Welcome. We sure are. <laughs> Got lots of stuff to talk about. Alessandra wanted to bring up something very exciting at the start of this episode. I managed to figure out how to record both um, my sound for the podcast and the sound for Downton Abbey. And Emily and I can both see the same screen because I am sharing it so that we both can um, watch the same thing, talk about the same thing at the same time. I'm sure everybody who's listened to every time we talk about something, it is all off and we don't know what we're talking about. And you know what? I hope it fixes the problem. (laughs) Really? It sounds like we don't know what we're talking about? I mean, yeah. (laughs) So I guess we should just start off with the wonderful isis butt here on the on the screen and um, you said the dog's actual name (laughs) yes i did i don't i don't like this name so we're just gonna keep giving the dog other names okay here we go so far so good on the recording side of here it is picking up the sound everybody it is picking it up I can't hear anything. Emily cannot hear anything, unfortunately. I'm not, I can't figure out how to get it so that both of us can hear it. <laughs> but she can see it, so. That's all right. Yeah, I can yeah. see it. All right. Fade that out expertly here. And, uh, yeah, so Downton is in an uproar because in the last episode, uh, we remember that they said... It was going to be used as a convalescent home for all the soldiers that wouldn't fit in the actual hospital, I think. Indeed. Um, Everyone, pretty much except for Robert and Cora seemed, uh, and Violet, seemed down to do this. So, uh, of course, there's going to be... There's going to be some hiccups here and there. Some obstacles. (laughs) It is a Um, really jam-packed episode, too. (laughs) It really is. I... I I barely even remember, remember watching it. Like it just went by so fast. Like so much <laughs> stuff happened, and then it was just done. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, was that the episode? Oh, oh my, my god, gosh. what a whirlwind! So I mean, right at the start, we have Cora just like really concerned about not having a place to sit and eat, like because the family like of of the Crawleys is kind of getting pushed out of their own home in, in a way. Yeah, they're like, they're asking, like, you know, where are we going to eat? Where are we going to sleep? Like, are we just going to, we can't even live in our own home because of this? Mm -hmm. Like, they're just, like, a lot of stuff like that comes up. But, uh, yeah, very, very busy setting up beds, setting up, like, um, mess halls, setting Mm -hmm. up, like, you know, just just a lot of extra places for 
for people to be, which, I mean, I didn't think that this, that it would be so, it'd be this hectic because you, I just assumed Downtown's like this huge place and everyone should just have, be able to have their own space. Like, yeah, it's that's just what I assumed, but. But there's only so many rooms and there's going to be a lot of people in it. And so they're basically going to be inhabiting all the main areas. And this apparently isn't even like regular soldiers. This is like, um, the, like more important soldiers. This is the, uh, the officers. So it's, it's not even like the soldiers have, they're not, they're not even like ready, like, you know, foot soldiers. They're, they're people who actually matter. Um, and, and Violet's like, oh, why, why, you know, this is a place for rest and relaxation. They don't want to have to worry about rank here and messing up with rank. That's right. Yeah. Violet was bringing up something about rank as if like the people wouldn't want to, because I, I think there will be, there, there will be people of other ranks though, because Violet was talking about like, like upper ranks, not wanting to mix with lower ranks, like basically. Yeah. But I think it's just the officers that are going to be here. In, in Downton. So she, because, like, Sybil was like, why don't we have more people? Um, and then <laughs> I think Violet says a pretty funny thing here. I'm just going to, I'm going to play it. Mixing. We always danced the first waltz at the servants' ball, didn't we, Carson? It was an honor, my lady. It's a lot to ask when people aren't at their best. <laughs> so she's just concerned that, um... Yeah, what is this? What is a servants' ball? I want to, I want to see a servants' ball. <laughs> I know. I don't think we've had one yet. I think, I think it's just like a ball where the servants get to enjoy themselves for, for once. (laughs) For, for once, because every day of their lives is just horrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not great, especially with the limited number of them. They all have to do more jobs now. That's true. It'll, it'll be, it'll basically by, it'll basically be like everyone's taking care of just like, more than the allotted guest that's usually here at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like way more. Way, way more. Um, we're in the we're in the servants' quarters. Uh they're all eating breakfast, it seems, mm-hmm. kinda discussing the um, chain of command and how it's not quite sorted yet. And they don't really know <laughs> what's gonna happen because like we've got a lot of we've got a lot of people in on this. Um basically like Violet really wa- or like, Violet always has something to say, but really it's between Cora and Isabel that we have the issue. Yeah, and I didn't understand, like, like what, what, rank, what rank is Robert? Like, why can't he sort of, you know, run things as well? Like, is, is he really not, yeah, is I don't... he really not uh, an officer, like, high enough to, to manage people like this? I just don't think he knows the first thing about managing people like this. Like, he doesn't ever have to do that. Like, even living and working at Downton, it's not like he's the one who's managing anybody. True. Very true. And, like, Cora and, and Isabel have a lot of opinions, so they're the ones who want to be able to manage it. Um, and then we have uh, Violet talking to Mary about the situation between Lavinia and Richard Carlyle, which we remember last episode that Richard Carlyle was, like, kind of um, getting, like, a little bit aggressive with, with Lavinia, and so they're not really sure what that whole situation is, and I guess, um, Granny is really concerned about their relationship in the past, and if they happen to be lovers, per se. 
Yeah, basically, Violet kind of says, you know, I've been speaking with Rosamond about this, and we're gonna we're gonna invite Lavinia over for tea and and and, and interrogate her basically. Yeah, like, get to like, the bottom of this, and she gets... like we're gonna figure out what's wrong because because if she's because if she's bad goods, we want her out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so basically true. Basically, what they were saying, and she's really clear about that. She wants Mary to be with Matthew, and I I just gonna pause it right here on. Um, Mary says, "You sound as if we'll gobble her up," and she goes, "If only we could." And then she makes this hilarious little oh kind of face. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, it's like if I could just get a gif of her just doing oh, oh like that over and over again. I mean, I Maggie is is such a treasure. Like she is, <laughs> she is just she's such a treasure. Yeah, and then we're back down in the servants' quarters in the kitchen. Um, Mrs. Patmore is concerned about where all these people are going to eat. They don't know if they're going to eat in a dining room. And Mrs. Patmore's like, am I going to have to feed all these people? Like, it's, you know, a big old deal. Um, yes. And we also find out that William has some time off before mm-hmm. he is shipped away. So on his uh, on his last night in town, he would like to stay at Downton. He's going to go see his father first. And then he'd like to... He'd like to come stay there for his and say say his farewells to everyone. And we see uh, before that he ships out. Mr. Branson finally gets his letters um, of, yes. of shipping out because he's somehow he's been avoiding them and basically just like hoping they wouldn't pick him. And then we learn out that he is hoping that they do pick him, but we haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, and Daisy yes, is he's been waiting for his call to action. <laughs> yeah, he's um, been like, oh, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so so Daisy's telling everyone this, and Daisy's talking to Daisy. Really, like, uh, gets a um, she really seeks guidance from Mrs. Patmore, Miss Patmore, mm. in this episode because she's just like, "Do you think he's here for something more?" And yeah. Miss like, "Of course he is," and you're gonna say yes because you're. <laughs> I know she says that over oh, and over again. Gosh. She's like, "Daisy, don't even think about it. Don't even think about telling the truth that you don't have any feelings for for William." Like. Don't even do it, Daisy. Don't. Because, you know, as we know. Because yeah. is... you don't have a choice in this matter. Whatever he says to you, you're going to say yes. Yeah. You're going to say yes and. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this part here, um, I had to watch Anna walk down the this trailway like four times because I missed it every time. Like, my eye, like, didn't look correctly, so... You, did, you I, didn't see I, what was happening I didn't here? see and I had to go back and rewatch it and I, every time I just kept missing it. I finally saw what was happening. Anna was walking down the street <laughs> in town and she sees Mr. Bates walk around a tree and she yes, runs towards she... the tree. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it, it looks so, like, sped up on my screen because it's, like, kind of delayed and, like, kind of, like, loading in. So she was just like, Ugh. like she was so fast. Uh, and then for some reason, Mr. Bates manages to hobble his way out of the way fast enough. I don't know how he could have gotten out of sight because that was a big open space. Like, how is he able to just slither away there? I don't, I don't, I don't know. He, could, he couldn't have. I know. That's he what I was have. thinking. I was like, there's no way. Like, she must have imagined this because there's no way he could have hobbled away quick enough, especially without yeah. her noticing. Because, you know, he hobbles. Like, he is. He's, he's a, a hobbler. He's a hobbler. And, um, <laughs> you know, fortunately, their situation is, like, the least of my troubles in this episode. But I just thought that that's, that was really funny. So then we have, like, a scene between Sybil and Edith. And Edith is, like, 
standing around, like, trying to figure out, like, all the women are there. They're trying to figure out what, possibly what Edith could do. Cora is just in, she just, Cora's there's too just many people. Out. She's stressed she just, There's too many people. She's, she's like, she looks like she's panicking. Like, she's just like, she's like, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go get ready for dinner or something. Like, she's just <laughs> like, I gotta get out of here. Because those people are just walking everywhere. Yeah. And she's just, she's frantic. Um. And then, oh yeah, Edith is like, I don't know what to do. I feel so useless. And then, and then Sybil brings up the farm. Yeah. She's like, I feel like you were having so much fun on the farm. And she's like, Why do you Why? say that? Huh? Who brought that up? Why do you say that? Huh? Who? I didn't kiss anybody. Like she's just like, I know. She. She's being annoying. She, she, she just wants to feel like she's helping. She she feels she feels like she's not doing anything. And you know what? If if we know one thing about Edith, she finds a way to to do something. Yeah. She does. She finds a way. She finds a way. Um, then we have O'Brien trying to get... She oh She is just... So, her, like, thing is, she's just... She just doesn't like when things shouldn't be the way that they should be. Like, she definitely oh. is really pissed that Isabel is trying to, like, wheedle her way into being the leader here. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, she also has a lot of opinions about... Which, why wouldn't Isabel have the best intentions for... I mean, if, just because she's too ingrained in, in, like, in medicine, like, in the medical field, that she just will not, you know be empathetic towards towards a family that that lives in this house as well i mean i don't know yeah. I, just, I feel like <laughs> i feel like who o'brien suggests is the worst possible suggestion <laughs> and like and i understand that you know she feels bad she killed cora's baby mm-hmm. no one else knows this but her and she just has this guilt yeah um and she doesn't want anyone to hurt Cora again and that's fine like her intentions are fine I guess but like you just need to butt out like you are not <laughs> but you, you know are what? not the decision maker this is her of this house <laughs> this is her character this is her storyline this is all she does is just meddle with Cora she's got her wrapped around her finger basically and I, just, and I hate Cora for it too I'm just like why are you listening to her like and and I understand later that like like Cora didn't know anything about Thomas and like and what he did like mm-hmm. he was stealing and you know just being an overall jackass like she does, she's not aware of that so she doesn't have these like ill um, opinions of well, es- of Thomas especially but... since like O'Brien loves Thomas you know that too and it's because O'Brien loves Thomas I just I I hate. I don't like any of this that like that, that comes up like yeah I mean basically like you know it O'Brien makes, it makes me feel uneasy I'm very uneasy for like the rest of this episode now <laughs> yeah that definitely was really quite annoying and she does suggest Thomas like you said and um you know okay let's just continue here we've got um well yeah because okay hold on can we pause again really quick yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. because why do so, do there need to be a bunch of managers just because there are going to be quite a few, like, officers? Like, they, they really just need someone that the officers will listen to, correct? Yeah. Like, that's really all they need. Yeah, and I think, um, like, it's clear that, like, they probably won't listen to Cora or or Isabel because they don't have any not. rank. And it's like, why would they listen to them? So, they basically are going to listen to somebody of their own. Um, and it turns, you know, obviously, Thomas is... Uh, He's just like a lowly lieutenant or whatever, but he gets he gets uh, upgraded to acting sergeant, I think, or something. Yeah, acting sergeant. I know that if 
here's the thing. Like, Thomas is so bitter about Downton now that I feel like he was the worst possible suggestion. But <laughs> if, he, if he truly cares for O'Brien and, and cares for her opinion, like, hopefully, hopefully he, like, won't. Hopefully he just won't be an asshole. That's all I'm hoping. He doesn't be an asshole. Are you kidding like, me? That's all I'm hoping. Okay, well, we'll get, we're going to get to that, but he's going to be an asshole. Um, so Mary's noticed that Anna has kind of had a had a turn uh, in the day by, by falsely seeing Mr. Bates uh, around that tree, which he hobbled away. And um, yes. she mentions this to Mary, and while she's trying to um, use this adorable little curling wand on her hair and, and they have a little curling iron and quite poorly as well she's not i think it's brand new so she doesn't really know what she's doing <laughs> yeah but mary is very concerned and so she says okay well i'll have sir richard look at carlisle and uh look into what's going on with mr bates like he you know he basically can get anything that you need he's he works in the the, the newspaper business he knows a lot of pis like he definitely can figure out what's going on. And Anna's like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> Which is, like, really nice of Mary. Yeah. Um, I so do... She, she does just an okay job with this curling iron. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's okay, but let's definitely get better at it before I have to see anyone important. <laughs> I, I really would like to play it because it's really funny what she says. Yeah. Not bad. Try to fit in a bit of practice. Plenty of time to get it right before there's anyone to see me who matters. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. Before there's anyone who sees me who matters. I, I just, it's kind of, it's its just like she just has such backhanded compliments about everything. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, so now we're at a, Lavinia is having tea with, uh, with the vultures. <laughs> with Rosamond and Violet. Um, and she's just kind of trying to skirt over the idea that her, um, her, her father was like friends with Richard Carlyle, but they had a falling out and that's kind of all she says about the subject. Um, but like Violet tries to bring up how like Rosamond kind of comes from a family that doesn't have like stability and that they're, they're like new money and, uh. Obviously, Rosamond doesn't like that her mom is so mean about that that aspect of her life. Right, yeah. Because, again, Violet had brought up, like, we, we'd seen a conversation with Rosamond and Violet before that um, Rosamond just married a rich person and mm -hmm. Violet does not does not think that's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, then we have a scene with Branson in which he's washing a car and he's talking to Sybil about... The fact. Wearing some cute little, uh, look, some cute little overalls, some khaki overalls. I know. Well, he's, I guess it's kind of like his uh, work outfit when it's not his like valet outfit. Yeah. yeah so he's washing the car. Um, I wonder if I, I should play this oh. because he's talking about what he's gonna do um, because yes. he's been called up, and I think I think it would yes. be good to to play it here. Yeah. Carson's told Papa you've been called up. There's no need to look so serious. You'd think me rather heartless if I didn't. I'm not going to fight. You'll have to. I will not. I'm going to be a conscientious objector. They'll put you in prison. I'd rather prison than the Dardanelles. What will you tell them? On my own good time. I don't understand. I'll go to the medical. 
I'll report for duty. And when on parade, I'll march out front and I'll shout it loud and clear. And if that doesn't make the newspapers, then I'm a monkey's uncle. This guy. You will have a record for the rest of your life. At least I'll have a life. That's not true. He won't have a life at all. He'll be in prison. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand what... What he's trying he's... to say there. Either way, he's... He, it seems like he's just really asking for a death wish. Like, I don't... I mean, if you're... If you're not gonna die in battle, you're gonna die in prison or something, or like you know, I don't know, or just yeah. or lo or lose or lose part of your life to prison, which that can very easily happen and happens to many people, unfortunately. Well, um, I think honestly, part of me thinks that he's acting like this because Sybil turned him down, and I think he's just being a little bit more reckless with his his life choices because he's still pretty pissed. That she, I can see that. You know, that she turned him down. He, well, he, he's kind of like, well, you know what? If you don't care about me, I don't care about me either, you know? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, and then Mrs. Patmore, basically, this, this is a pretty, we'll just zoom through this. Um, Mrs. Patmore sees that Lang is having a hard time um, with his PTSD, and she mentions to him that her um, nephew was... Um, killed shot for cowardice yeah shot for cowardice she tells this straight to, to lang without mentioning um the fact that maybe you should keep this to yourself because obviously this is quite embarrassing for me you know i don't yeah. i think that goes without saying yet he you know as we, as we hear lang doesn't think it goes without saying because he mentioned something about it later so you know. He sure does. But yes, he's very uneasy Why, like with all the soldiers and officers in the house. And uh, we'll kind of get into that a little bit more. Because, I mean, he just he just kind of looks uneasy. And, and we assume it's his, it's his uh, PTSD. But, uh, it, and it is. But, like, it's some, something else, like, more kind of happens. And it's, like, very dramatic. Um, mm -hmm. It'll come up later. But Thomas is uh, talking <laughs> to Thomas. O'Brien's talking to Thomas. <laughs> Who's being super sassy like he normally is. He's, like, uh. so, like, it's, I mean, I guess he's kind of bitchy. Like, I don't know. Like, he just really isn't, um, he doesn't take anything even that O'Brien says seriously. You know? Like, he, he's just, I know. like. He's, like, I don't know what. He's like, cocky. He just has turned so bitter. He's yeah. turned so bitter and cocky, like, now that he's not a footman anymore. Like, he's, he's gotten worse. And I don't know why O'Brien turned to him. I really don't. Well, it's, like, I, her I really only don't. friend. You know? It's, like. She she considers him a friend, and but she also considers Cora a friend, and she wants to like protect Cora, so she wants to like fight for Cora, but also have Thomas around because she likes scheming around with him, you know. Like, they're bitch one and bitch two. You can't break that up. Yeah, I mean he's he's being real snooty about it, thinking like like asking her, you know, what's in it for you, and she's like nothing. I just don't want Cora to get bossed around by people who shouldn't be bossing her around. Um, True. Yeah, and he he really likes the idea that he could order around Carson in the house. So that's uh, he sure does. That's pretty appealing. <laughs> but but Carson, I mean, he's he's not gonna let that happen. No, I mean, come on. No, okay. He's Carson. Can't doesn't give a rat's ass about Thomas. So then we have a scene with um, Violet and Robert and Cora, and they're basically discussing just kind of more about the living situation with um, Isabel and the doctor. Um, and 
I don't know, like, everybody's just kind of stepping on each other's toes. This was the scene that was a little bit tense uh, with Robert because he was getting a little frustrated on, like, well, where are we going to eat? Where are we going to, you know, like, they're like, well, we're all going to have to eat together with the officers. And Robert's like, no, well, ne- we're not going to eat with the officers. <laughs> like, that's absurd. Yeah, so, I mean, they talk about, like, so did they did they really have to turn their bedrooms over to, like, to people? Or were, are they still going to have their bedrooms? I like, think, I'm... like, they're still going to have their bedrooms. I just think it's, like, there's a, like, they won't have bedrooms for anybody who visits or something. I don't know. Like, it's just not, it just seems that they they just are just trying to organize where people are going to eat and drink and, like, live, basically. I just feel like all of this should have been handled before the officer started moving in. Like, I mean, I know, don't like you the think day before at least this would have been more effective if they'd known all of this? Like, they they could have taken many tours around Downton, you know, seeing where how everything could have been set up and things, and you know, before everyone moved in, because like, because <laughs> like everyone's moving in, like they're all figuring this out like today, yeah, like like on the day today. <laughs> That just seems un- that just seems ridiculous. Um, they do mention that Thomas is going to be the acting sergeant at Downton, and Cora is. And just... Robert's definitely not happy about that because right. he knows what what Thomas did, and so he's like the footman. <laughs> and Cora's like he's not a footman anymore, and I'm just like shut up, Cora. You don't even know what's happening. Yeah, she. Uh, you know, she's just working for O'Brien basically. Like she's just doing uh, this because O'Brien persuaded her to do that. Um, I know she just she's such a she's such a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have Mister Lang um, with uh, d- fixing up Robert's stuff while Carson tells him that that Thomas is coming, and um, then they kind of no, discuss wi- wi- that. Cora William's doesn't... coming. William's coming. Oh, William! No, they're no, they're talking about Thomas, isn't it? That. No, they they were talking about they're talking about William coming by for his last night. Oh, but then they mention, but then he mentions right now that he's like, okay, well Thomas is gonna come in, and he's like, well, you know. Well, yeah, they made they they made Lang leave because he was getting uncomfortable talking about William shipping off soon, and he right. was, he he like stopped doing what he was doing. So they're like, that's good, Lang. You can go, you can go take a nap. But then and, yeah, um, <laughs> go take a nap and chill out. <laughs> go listen to some like. Yeah music and light light some candles and just like calm down like yeah, take a we'll bath have a little, we'll have a little lang time we'll have a little lang time <laughs> you, you you did good today buddy you did good and then yeah once he leaves carson's like yeah we gotta talk about thomas he's a dirty bastard he's a thief <laughs> yeah and then they're like well cora doesn't know that he's a thief that's basically it and uh they're like well we're just gonna have to deal with it i guess because we don't really have a choice <laughs> I mean, true, it's like, true. they're kind of yeah, like, well, yeah. we, we're not going to tell her, and we just, he's also now working for the service of the king, so we, we have no, like, way of saying no to this, basically, and they just have to live with the fact that Thomas is a thief, who, yeah. who stole the we wine, all... which we know of. Yep, and co, co-running, co-running Downton. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then Mr. Branson is going to eat with uh, all the staff, um, and he's telling them about Russia's politics and stuff right now, and the fact that there's an uprising with the um, working class in Russia, and they've managed to um, take over the 
royal family and the czar and like overthrow the czar and like keep him imprisoned in his own home and branson is like yeah they're not gonna kill the family they're not gonna kill the royal family like they they wouldn't do that like they just want to you know transition to a different government they don't want to um you know murder young girls it's not going to be what is the issue here which you know we both know that that's not the case like they end up actually murdering the entire family um and the you know the uh what, what is the name of the the we we had a young Indiana Jones as well that um t- like where Indiana Indiana was like part of the uh the group who well he wasn't part of it but he was the French spy with friends who were gonna be part of the people who overthrow the government um was it the was it the episode with um with Jennifer L? No, 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 it was the one where he was in Russia and the Bolsheviks. He was like, he was like friends with all the Bolsheviks and stuff. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I just had, yes. I just had like a real. So is that something separate? Because Branson was also making it sound like the war was going to end soon because of this. I or think like, it's or it's something separate. was going to end soon. It's 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 okay. Russia's thing. Like thing. that is a that's what's going on in Russia while World War One is going on, which we know that because of Young uh, Indiana Jones. These, these shows are happening at the exact same time, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> which is like uh-huh. very convenient for us. But we, you know. I just miss, I just miss Indy. Um, and then Mr. Lang makes the mistake of announcing to everyone in, at the dinner table that, um... Well, yes, he, he kind of segued into, you don't know what's going to happen during war. You think it's going to go one way and it could easily go another way. People die. You never know what's going to happen. And then he goes like, oh, look at Miss, Miss Patmore's, look at Miss Patmore's nephew. He died of cowardice. Like what, which, what was, was she going to see that coming? No. Because shit happens in war. Yeah, it's like, he just announces this to everybody, and then he everybody knows. He just announces it as if everyone knew it. Like, I was like, uh, I was like, Lang, no, it's not for you to say. I know. I know, but this guy's no, like... everyone knows. You know. It's, it's okay, they don't give... Also, I don't know why, I don't know why Miss Patmore had to bring up the cowardice part. Like, she should have, she could have just said, like, you know, my nephew died. I think because she was, because she was bringing up the idea that it's so scary over there, and Lang was like, you don't know how mm-hmm. scary it is. And she's like, I do, because my nephew wanted to get out of that, like, that hell, right? Like, she knows that's that that's, that's how dire it is, because her own nephew, who she thought would never do something like this, did it because he was so scared, yeah. right? Risked, risked his life to, to try to leave and ended up losing it. Because mm-hmm. um, he hated it so much. Then we have uh, a special visitor. <laughs> Who's at the front door? Right. I was like, special who? <laughs> it's uh, like he's not special, but yeah, I, I get it. Um, I don't know. If we bo- I don't even know why he bothers to ring the doorbell. He can just walk in, like, um, yeah. Anyway, Thomas is in in back at Downton um, for his his position. He's very very smug, talking to Carson about it. Um, Carson's yeah, like, Car- Carson's like, why did you use the front door? You could have used the back. And he's like, because I'm a guest here now. Or have you forgotten? I'm not a footman anymore, old man. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Bitch. Okay. Uh, yep. Um, All the soldiers arrived today. Yep. So everyone, shit needs to be ready. And nothing's ready. <laughs> nothing's but shit ready. needs to be ready. Yeah. No one's ready. 
Yeah, Robert is also similarly stressed about his um, library getting turned into a rec room, basically. Um, they, yep, they set up like a, a ping, pong, a ping table. pong table getting put in, and he's just uneasy. He's like, oh, my precious, precious library. It's like, half of it I can't use now. I can only use the other large half of this library. <laughs> yeah, um, because this fucking library is like the size of a football field. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not. Yeah. Um... Okay, and then what, what, what happens here? So then we have this nice oh, long shot, which I really appreciated in this in this episode. Basically, like, we follow Cora and Robert out to greet all of the the soldiers, and, and then there's this just, the camera's still rolling, we're going around all these people, it's still rolling, um, people are getting let in, we, we follow Sybil into the house, still one shot, so I, I really like it because it's just a really nice, like, following the the stress and the excitement of uh all of these new new people coming in yes and thomas is showing around um a i guess a, an officer of higher rank mm-hmm. up to a room he'll have like his own room or something yeah um mr lang is really really stressed lang about seeing all of these very uneasy <laughs> about seeing so all uneasy yeah um, um ethel sees the, the maids the, the handsome... maids come out ethel <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Ethel sees me goes, he's handsome, yeah. and O'Brien's like, and off limits, and then Anna's like, if you're smart, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't mess with any of that, and she's like, oh, you're no fun. Um, and then, of course, Matthew comes in, because, you know, he just doesn't have to ever be at work, he's just always hanging around. I thought Matthew was going to be the one to come back and, and kind of, like, take over the run. Like, doesn't that make sense? He's going to own Downton. I know. He can run things. <laughs> he, can, he can have a logical mind. Yeah. Why didn't Matthew just do it? Well, he's he's off doing, like, something with this other dude. Like, remember he tried to Fucking get a, another post? Thomas. So he doesn't have to be send at the... Send Thomas. Yeah. Um, get someone else. Mary sees Matthew. Um, Edith is now in a role of attending directly to the officers, uh, which is yep, nice. Asking them what they need, giving them water, you know, getting them seeing books. how their day is, mm-hmm. you know, how's your, how's your wound? Can I give you a compliment? You know, she's just, she's very, she's, she's very hands-on. She, she's doing it. Um, and then we she's have, figuring it out. you know, obviously Matthew talking to Mary cause they're friends and, um, you know, they don't really talk about anything in particular. They're just being, they're being like nice to each other again. It's just cordial. another, yeah, they're being cordial. They just like, they're very like, you know, nice to each other. And they, you know, Mary really tries to not let on how much she's in love with him. Um, yeah. Every time. I, I think I was very, I think they did a really good job of making things like kind of feel hectic because I felt yeah. kind of anxious like during this episode, like through a majority of it. Yeah. Because it was, people are it, yelling. Things were moving. Yeah. People were yelling. Things were moving. It seemed like a lot faster than normal. Mm-hmm. Like just with the scenes that they seemed like so fast and short. Um, yep. And which is good because it was probably a very, very, it's very hectic, like in reality for the family. Yeah. Um, we're at Branson's of checkup. And, um... We don't hear anything do about say, it, really, just yet. You don't hear anything. No. He's just getting checked. He's just getting checked, and well, we get to we'll see hear his more bare, about it later. hairy chest, like... Yes. Wide very, open. Yeah. I mean, that was <laughs> kind of fun. We don't we don't just get to see open, that yeah. stuff, you know? Unless it's Mr. Nope, Pamuk. N- not all the time. <laughs> not ever, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh... Okay, so then Isabel's down in the 
servants' quarters, telling the staff what to do, Cora is pissed because she's like, you're not the leader of these, like, you're not the one who gets to tell Thomas and, and Carson what to do. I'm the woman of the house here. And she, she gives, like, a death glare to Isabel. Yeah, she says, shall we continue this upstairs? And then just, like, mm. like slightly to the side and looks down. <laughs> I know, like, with her, her down. piercing blue eyes. I mean, they are scary. I would be afraid of this lady. <laughs> yeah, Thomas is very much enjoying um, all of this kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're back. What are we seeing? Oh, yes, Cora is just having, is letting Isabel have it. She's like, how dare you go down there and bark at my people and my employees? Mm-hmm. How dare you? And then Mary um, comes in and says, oh, can we have Evelyn Napier stay here? Because he, I guess it needs... Um, He's just been mended. Yeah, like, he's at the being hospital. mended. He will be soon, and he'll need a place. Yeah, and and you know, Cora and Robert are like, of course, he's a dear friend of ours, and 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 Isabel's like, of course not. We can't. We can't. Yeah, we can't we, just. We're not open the ones who make this choice. Everyone. you know, like yeah, it's the it's the war office that makes this choice, not us, the the Middleborough or whatever. And even the doctor's like, yeah, she's got a point. And then Robert's like, I'm gonna let everybody who I want come into this house, and it's our house. And he is just yeah. He's like, and that's it, you know. That's like, that. And if you're not okay with that, you can pack your stuff up and leave now. Like he just is not having it. Uh, that Isabel's um, like, well, what are we gonna do about ISIS getting into patients' rooms? And then um, Robert's like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fucking let them touch a dog. My God, ISIS not gonna do anything. I mean, unless people have, like, a dog allergy or something. Like, I don't know. But, like, I, I mean, it might not be... I mean, technically, if this is a convalescent home, there shouldn't be any, like, open wounds or anything unless someone, like, does something to, you know, mess up their stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's, it just seems like everyone's complaining and nothing's getting done. Like, this episode was so frustrating to me. Because <laughs> it's just, like, seems like... It seems like everything's happening, but nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, Mary um, informs Okay, Mary has some info Anna on Mr. Bates. About Mr. Bates, that he has been working at a pub nearby. And he's not in London anymore. And and Anna is so confused. <laughs> and she's like, that's weird. Mr. Bates in a pub. <laughs> um, and then Robert and is... Never, never coming to see Anna? What a jerk. What a, what a jerk. Bag. I know, he's just insane oh and this is a funny scene i you really can't you really can't listen to this but it was funny so robert's sitting in his in his half of the library and you know officers are are uh getting comfy they're they're walking around probably some of them start playing ping pong and get a little rowdy in the other half of the library and robert <laughs> cannot sit in peace and listen to and and you know read his newspaper and then a ping pong like goes over as if like a kid was playing baseball and hits their ball into the neighbor's yard and the neighbor's like you damn kids i know he like, doesn't do anything he doesn't even throw the ping pong ball back doesn't even throw it because he's so doesn't bitter about the fact that he he's can't so use bitter. his entire study to read his newspaper <laughs> yeah he is so he is so mad about it and then oh, we yes. have um oh a very tense scene with branson and Ooh. sybil dude yeah. This one got me. So basically, um, Sybil's like, you know, what happened? And, and Branson's like, the army turned me down. I have a heart murmur. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, that's good. You know, like, I didn't want you to go die. And he's like, I wanted to be able to prove my 
you know, prove that I, prove, I, prove I, my point, yeah. or, you know, prove he wanted prove to humiliate my, uh, the, the, the British army. Like he does not want to be part of the British does. army. He hates them. And yeah. And then Sybil's like, um, I'll just, I'll just play this, this part. I know we, we already played a scene with them, but I think, um, this like fight that they have is, is really significant the way he phrases it anyway. Don't count your yeah. chickens. But I'll get them one way, I'll get them another. Why do you have to be so angry all the time? I know we weren't exactly at our best, Nyland. Not at your best. Not at your best. She's speaking for the whole of England. I lost a yeah. cousin in the Easter Rising last year. You never said. So I'm saying it now. He was walking down North King Street one day, and an English soldier saw him and shot him dead. When they asked why he was killed, the officer said, are you talking about like when when the British o were were occupying? Um, so don't say you were not at your best. Scotland Sorry, or something or like or yeah Ireland. Like yeah, um, I th Ireland. I th Ireland. I think Ireland. it's a a situation where, um, I mean the British have always had like a bad relationship with Scotland and Ireland, but specifically Ireland because that's where Branson is from. He's mentioning yeah. mentioning this Easter Rising, which I think was probably something where the Irish felt like they wanted to be independent, and I'm not really sure if they were, like, an independent country at this point, and I'm gonna go with no. Um, because do you remember in that episode of Young Indiana Jones, uh, that we watched where he goes to Ireland, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. all, all yeah. about the idea that they want to be a free and solitary country. Um, yeah. and they're not, because they're still ruled by the British, and basically the British are, like, taking them over and not treating them like humans, like, Branson says his cousin was just straight up shot. So, yeah, because because it was it was um, assumed that he was a rebel. Yeah, like they they it was like no second thought, shot down because he was probably a rebel. So why does it matter? Who cares? It's just one life. I I really think we watched an episode of Young Indiana Jones where he he was at the Easter Rising or so, something like he he was like in it like something it was like it that. was like he, he was like part of it when he was talking to um. The three Shans in that episode. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it, it was one of the first ones where, yeah. Um, so then we have Edith doing her little cute Edith duties, helping out all of the the captains and stuff, um, and yeah, picking out people. People are asking for book requests, and mm -hmm. you know she walks by and she's like, she's like, oh, don't worry about that tobacco. I have to go into town, so just I haven't forgotten. Um, she's just being very, uh, she's being very friendly, and so is Edith. <laughs> with that handsome officer, with, I think he's a major, actually. Um, and of course, yes. you know, Mrs. Hughes is like, Ethel, go inside, and, you know, Ethel's He just... needed, he needed some help tucking his blanket yeah. around his lap, <laughs> and Ethel was, uh, very, very, uh, helpful indeed, and he's like, oh, I might need some tucking later, and she's like, I'll be there, like, it's, it's... Wink, wink. She's, wink, wink. Like I the, think like something of bad is going to happen out of this. Like, I, I I, sense it. I wish something bad happened. A whole bunch of nothing happened. I, I think it's going to turn out to be not good, is, is what I Ooh. think. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Um, then I we're at... At the end. Uh, Violet's house, and she's talking about this whole Lavinia situation. And Mary actually kind of cares about Lavinia. And she's like, I'm sure that it's, you know, a misunderstanding or some kind of situation where Lavinia is feeling, um, 
like she's be- being put pressure well, on or well, something. Yeah, because I think I, I think we we did we kind of we kind of glossed over it really, but we didn't really talk about it. I think at the tea they did find out that that she was a part of some mm-hmm. scandal that mm-hmm. happened that was that was um, reported in the newspaper, and she had actually been the one to report this mm-hmm. this news to Richard Carlyle's newspaper. Um, and did we ever find out if it was because they were lovers or not? It was kind of implied. Well, that's implied that she did this implied. for him because she was, like, a lover of him, right? Like, that's what Rosamond yes. and Violet think. And Violet are kind of saying. Yes. Because she did this because they were lovers, and she's just a part of some really horrible scandal that yeah. wasn't good. And Mary's like, Lavinia's nice. I don't want to have to, like, put this in front of her. I mean, even if, even if, like, Matthew cared even if Matthew wanted to break up with her, it doesn't mean he's going to be with me. You know, it, do- yeah. it doesn't mean that he's still going to want to marry me just because of this. And to be honest, I agree with her because if he found out that she had anything to do with, like, exposing Lavinia, like, he's not going to respect her for, like, meddling like that. You, you know? It's like, he's not going to be, like... Yeah. Thanks for telling me this information. I want to marry gra- you now. He won't be grateful of it. He won't be happy about it. Like, he, there's really no, there's really nothing in it for her to do this other than to hurt some people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Ethel talking to Anna. Anna's doing a really shit job trying to uh, <laughs> do her hair. Like, is she trying to do, like, like finger waves? I think she like, is. What the fuck is happening I here? I think she's, like, using oh. it and pulling, putting, the, like... Like a crimper. Yeah. She's using like a crimper. <laughs> I think it is like a crimper. Um, it's interesting because the barrel is very small. So I don't... It's so I, tiny. I mean, wouldn't it get super hot? Like you wouldn't be able to... I, I'm just worried she's going to burn her hand. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she's trying to do finger waves, which is really difficult. I mean, there... I, I had to do them once. Remember when I was in that play? Oh my gosh. It, it was yes. so... I had to do it like every night. My mom had to put like so much gel in my hair. And we, we had to, like, yes. move, you have to, like, push push the hair and, like, hold it and then wait and then, like, push the hair and then hold it. It's, like, a whole thing. It's it's so ridiculous. They're so pretty, though, but they're so, oh, my gosh, they're so difficult to do. I don't know how anyone Yeah, I, I would um, want to figure out how to do it with a tiny little, like. But, yeah, she she's getting pretty because she's going to go out on the town, probably to go confront uh, Mr. Bates. Which she, she takes the bus there, which is this cute bus. I mean, look at that bus. It's adorable. <laughs> Does she take that, or, or, or is this more is this more officers? Oh, is it? Uh, no, it's uh, oh, wait. it's Santa. There she is. She got off the bus. <laughs> oh, she did take a bus. Okay, that's she, cute. Cause she's, she... her, hat, her hat looks like it has coins on it. Yeah, it's a like... cute hat. It's a cute hat. Yeah, it's a cute little hat. Um, but because Mary okay, told her this, this it was that he was at like the Red Lion pub. Yeah, some somewhere where it's not just right so down, so she there. has to go take it. And so she heavy breathing, oh god, hesitant, <laughs> reluctant. I just don't know the appeal of this man. I mean, I really. <laughs> uh, what do you mean, Alessandra? He's got his. Uh, he's got his uh, charms. He's got his charms. He says he was like he was. Waiting for her to come in, he wasn't sure if he was going to be excited to see her or scared to see her, basically. Um, yeah. And she's like, well, either she way, it's a happened. cider, <laughs> and they, yeah, they sit down, yeah. Um, 
And then they okay. I next, guess not. no, they don't. They don't sit that. down yeah. just yet. We gotta go to the next scene, <laughs> which we're uh, back to. Just, I remember them all together, and they're one and they're one whole scene. That's how I remember them yeah. all. This okay. is what we're t- we're discussing with Lavinia that Miss Swire Lavinia told them about the fact that she could have been lovers with um, because she exposed the secret. That's right. Like this, this is their conversation about the macaroni scandal. <laughs> Macaroni. <laughs> it's Marconi, but the first time I read it, I was like, Macaroni scandal. The Macaroni scandal. Yeah. Um, um, so they're yeah. just like concerned about it. That's that's that scene, really. Okay. I mean, they're they're excited. They're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're, gonna, we're gonna tell Matthew. <laughs> Matthew's gonna leave her, and Matthew's gonna go back to Mary. It's gonna be all good, all good. So I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna play this. Yeah scene between Anna and Bates so we can get it from the horse's mouth here. It sounds sounds good. I so long for a glimpse of you. Ugh. But why are you up here at all? You yawned. And why didn't so you tell perfect. me? Because I want to get things settled <laughs> first. You see, I've I discovered do. that Vera has been unfaithful to me. I've got proof. I can't criticize her for that. <gasps> No, but it means I can divorce her. I've had to leave the house to prove that it has broken the marriage. So I came up here to be nearer you. But what if she fights it? She can't. For her to divorce me, she needs something beyond adultery. Cruelty, or such like. For a husband, adultery is enough. It's not very fair to women. I don't care about fairness. I care about you. The point is, I can get rid of her. If she goes quietly, I will give her money and plenty of it. If not, she leaves empty-handed. Anna's really trying to have, like, a poker face here. Me. Like, just not to not give too to much away. I, I think she's mostly just yeah. trying to look she's like... She's made threats about like, selling uh, stuff to the papers. What's it called? Like, nonchalant. What stuff? Or, like... Yeah. A, you're like, I'm, I'm over you. Why, why are you even here? <laughs> like, I don't care about you anymore. I didn't swear off men because you, cause you left me. I didn't. I'm... I got so many I got so many dudes like you don't even fucking know man <laughs> I know I didn't swear to never love again nothing like that you know my god <laughs> so okay so I I wasn't quite paying attention paying attention to this conversation because as you can see yeah, I yawned um, right so okay wait so um, Mr. Bates found proof that his wife was cheating on him yes he, I did, you know what it is okay. I didn't pay attention the first time that I watched this either and I just watched it again right now so that we could get more clarity on what's going on in this situation. He found out that she could, that her, no, oh my God, his crazy wife, Vera, cheated on him. Yeah. And yeah. he left the house to prove that it has broken up the marriage. And then he, he mentions that women only have to prove that men um, cheated on them and that's it for a divorce the grounds for a divorce whereas men have to be like well it broke up the marriage i don't respect her anymore i don't want her to be my wife anymore we're gonna get a divorce right um and i'm just gonna play this little bit at the end of the conversation here um because anna's starting to get a little bit happier about the situation with vera yes i think i would love you however whatever whenever Oh, yeah, she asked him what he thought of her hair. I don't have to wait, you know. If you want me to throw up everything and come with you, I will. Gladly. I can't marry you yet, not legally. 
and I won't break the law. It's not against the law to take a mistress, Mr. Bates. Oh, she offers a mistress. Yep. She grabs his hands. I know you, Emma Smith, and I love you, and that is not the right path for you. It won't be long. Mr. Bates is too good. He's like, he's, <laughs> he's like, you know, maybe back when I was a scum shitbag of a person, I would have accepted you as a mistress. But, you know, now I'm just, now I'm just a slightly less scum shitbag of a person who respects you. Who respects you more yeah. than making you my mistress? I know. I. I. It's. It's a very. You know. They gotta follow the church. They. They're not supposed to have sex outside of marriage. Like, she's basically offering like we could be together, and we don't have to be married. And he's like, well, you know, then you'll be going to hell, and I just don't want that for you. <laughs> Because if anyone deserves to go to hell, it's me. It's not you. Exactly. He's like, I'm not dragging you down with me. We can just wait. And Anna's like, but I want to have sex, like, now. I mean, I just don't think you understand. <laughs> I don't think you understand that, like, that I just I just want to have sex with you. Yeah. She's like, I don't even need to get married. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they want to have a life together. But, yeah, it just, but but Anna's right. It's pretty uh, It's pretty shitty for the ladies. Like, if, if a dude can just show that a woman cheated on him, then that's it. But a dude can have a mistress, like pretty fucked up. So, <laughs> so this is where Branson um, tells O'Brien that he's got, he, he asks her, he's like, so, you know, is uh, Captain Crawley gonna be here? Is he bringing, you know, that, the guy who's a, who, who Matthew is um, under right now, I guess is like a major major or something like that. Um, so he's like. Yeah, one of those, <laughs> one of those major major corporals. He's like, well, somebody big's coming, and he's got, like, the scheming eyes. So let's... And it seems like O'Brien's, like, kind of on to him as well. Like, she's like, she's like, why? And he's like, no reason. Wink, wink. Mischievous smile. It was way too on the nose. I mean... Maniacal laugh. Ridiculous. Um, so they're going to have this dinner with this guy, and, and of course, Carson's like, we don't have any footmen. I don't know what we're gonna do. (laughs) I don't know how we're going to have this guy to dinner with no footmen. Yeah, and Isabel's like, well, of course we can have... He understands that we don't have any men around right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and Miss Swire's going to come down. So we can, oh. we can settle all that shit. <laughs> you know? And there's still some there's still some uneasiness between Cora and Isabel because she's like because Isabel's like oh Matthew didn't tell me and Cora's like what does he need your permission like they're I know, just, those two are they're just everyone's so mad at I each know. other I'm just like can you all just the squabbling just, is just so much in this just, episode <laughs> just get the fuck along please like come on um okay I'm just also gonna zoom through this scene Edith is like checking up on something late at night. Um, this guy, Captain Smiley, is, like, in good spirits, and he's like, oh, hi, Edith, um, I need you to write a letter to my mom for me, because as you can see, I've, uh, lost my left hand, and unfortunately, I was left-handed. This guy's got such a, a good attitude about the, losing his, his hand. <laughs> I mean, it's really, yeah. and he's just like, well, yeah. you know, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, ask you to write it for me. He even jokes about it. He's like, he's like... 
or like or Edith, like they both talk about. They're like, "Oh, I'm surprised your mother didn't make you or your school didn't make you switch hands." And he's like, "Nope, my mother wanted me to be a free, <laughs> have make my own decisions, and I got to be a lefty. Uh, now it's yeah. gone." And they're like, "We're gonna find a way to write to your mom about this." Which uh, which I uh, hear here to lefties. All right, you know. Yeah, like, you're a lefty. That's that's true. I am not a lefty. Yeah, I'm I'm a lefty. Captain Smiley was a lefty. It's it's all you know. And then Branson, in okay. his uh, weird, like, underlit way here, he's like... Sh- underlit, like, evil, yeah. d- evil way. Like, they really are putting him in this weird, like... when like, you put a like, flashlight under evil... your face at a campfire. Yes, and... to look scary. Like, they really went out of their way to be like, this dude is horrible, and he's planning something horrible. And he sees the silver is being polished, and uh, this, like, thing that he ends up using in the future... And he asked Mr. Carson, can I be your footman uh, for the dinner? Because he he wants yes, to sabotage said, the dinner. Because I've waited tables before, yes. And Carson's like, oh, of course, because I definitely don't want to use the, the fuck-up Mr. Lang. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Lang's not ready. Like, he fucked up. He's not ready. And you know what? He doesn't have to be. And speaking of Mr. Lang, there is a wailing happening in the night, in the, in the servants' quarters. Um... Mr. Lang is is having a night terror. Yeah, like he is. He's really screaming, and he thinks he's going to have to go back to war with the with the he's soldiers. He's real sweaty. He's yeah. He's really scared. He's like he's like it's like all these officers here. I don't have to go back with them, do I? Um, and he was having a really horrible dream. Like like they're like it was just a dream, and he's like it was. I don't have to go back, and he was so happy. He's like thank God I don't have to go back. Like it. Mr. Lang is just he's yeah he's, he's not he's doing, not he's doing, not doing well. well. Every time he's around the officers, he's not doing well. Um, and then the uh, yeah the major major is coming, and um, the major major <laughs> I don't know what else to call him. Whatever he is, yeah, he's there. He's regal. He's all that jazz. Um, Matthew's there because obviously <laughs> and all that jazz. <laughs> you know. Um, Sorry, continue. We get a little exchange here. I'm just going to play it with, with Isabel jumping in. It made me so anxious. I'm sure it made you really anxious here. Um, is It's uh, Strut. Herbert Strut. General Sir Herbert Strut. Grantham. That's this guy. Welcome, Lady Grantham. I'm playing this here so we can... Who runs our hospital here. And I'm Captain Crowley's oh, there mother. Isabel just pops and in. And we'll you on your tour. <laughs> And explain the different levels of care. I'm Captain, Cra- I'm Captain Crowley's mother, which of course Crowley should be of great importance to you because I'm very important. Makes a nice change from the craggy-faced warriors I'm usually surrounded by. <laughs> like to think that we're hey, I this out loud? Come yeah. This way. Okay. Then they go inside. I know you can't really tell when I'm playing it. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> uh, Matthew and Mary are like, oh, you know, your mom's being a real crazy being funny it's person. like oh poor mother she's she's gonna she's gonna go into a tizzy if she can't be in charge of everything and Lavinia's a little jealous of their little cute interaction mm-hmm. and then um Rosamond notices Lavinia there and Lavinia's like oh something is up with your aunt um She's like, what the fuck I'm is gonna that? play this this little bit as well because it's it, it kind of threw me off. What's the matter with your aunt? Did they did we they really go out of their way to just put Lavinia in the most frumpy looking Dude, outfits? Yes. And like honestly, her hair is not that great either. Like it's not they really don't want to make her look pretty. They they want her to be ugly, and I'm like, that's not gonna happen. 
<laughs> she's so pretty. She's beautiful. I know. She's beautiful. I know. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to play. Yeah, Lavinia's like, what the fuck? Okay, you're playing that. You're playing it out, yes. out loud? Well, Mama will say we're unsupportive. <laughs> okay. Tell me what it is, please. I know he's going to propose. Oh, well, shit. Well, we're just going to keep playing it. Did you get that picture taken? I did, yeah. Well, fetch it. Because if you think I'm going to stand by and watch that boy's dream stamped well, in right. the dust, is, you've got another thing coming. Right after itself. You can yeah. take back your promise when the war's over and not before. But it's a lie. Oh, Daisy. Daisy's going to be engaged. Don't give up when he's off to face the guns. But it's a lie. You forgive yourself if that happened. But it's a lie. Alright. I did steal the evidence for Sir Richard to print. I did start the scandal. The trouble is, Aunt Rosamond can't understand why you would do such a thing unless you and Sir Richard were... were lovers. Mary, you must come. Okay, so she says that in this situation. Like, she's like, well, the only way this would make sense is if we were lovers. But she doesn't, like, she doesn't say that they were lovers. She just says this she is... She doesn't say that they were, but she doesn't say that they were yeah, Exactly, that's what I'm... So yeah. my bets are they were. Yeah. I mean, because that's what we think, but we find out later that that's not tr- true. Like, we find out the actual truth from Lavinia. Um, which I guess I'll play it when we get there we so that you'll remember. <laughs> we do? Yeah, we do. <laughs> um... I don't remember this yeah, part. Uh, this is just like, everybody's just kind of talking to the soldiers. Matthew's talking to Strut. Um, Edith and her, because Cora oh, yeah, is so like worried. the major major is talking to everyone. And they're, and Cora and Isabel are like, are they complaining? I'm going to beat them if they're complaining. <laughs> yeah. And, I'll kill them in their sleep if they're complaining. And, Edith, and Edith's like, no, Captain Smiley and I are tight. They, he wouldn't complain. And they're like, how the fuck do you I know, you know she's that? like, how do you know? And how do you know? I'm like, what do you mean, how do you know? She just talks to them. I don't think, what, what do you... She's like, they're not know, strangers they're like, to me. They're just like, how do you know, Edith? You getting around? Obviously. Obviously. Um, and so then we're in the servants' quarters with um, Mrs. Hughes, William, and Daisy, and Mrs. Patmore, and they're just talking about him shipping off. Um, Mrs. Like Patmore is just really proud of William, and William's like, oh, I wish my mom was here. You know, um, Daisy's still very stressed about the fact that he's probably going to ask her to marry him, and she doesn't know what to say. Um, you know, it's just kind of a... T- yeah. It's sad, because William's going off, and, you know, we like him. We don't want him to die. Um, Daisy... Yeah, it's a, it's a little sentimental of a, of a thing, because Miss Patmore's being really sweet. She's like, oh, your mother would be so proud of you, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm just nervous. Mm-hmm. And then... Da- Daisy is so quick to get out yeah. of there because someone's like, Daisy, you need to do something. And William's like, oh, I wanted to have a word with, you know, Daisy alone for like a minute. And she's like, oh, I really got to go. Bye. Hey, I got to go. I'm needed in the kitchen, <laughs> you know. Um, and then, of course, Branson being really uh, scheming mischievous. Mischievous. That's the word. Wow. <laughs> but, but also, but also scheming. Real scheming. <laughs> yes. Um, they're just, pl- they're with, uh, Major Major upstairs, everybody's playing, like, this weird game where you, like, 
throw a like a ball attached to a stick. It's, it's almost like it's tether like tetherball, but it's also like bowling. But it's, small. it's like tether bowling, and it's like only like three feet high. Like it's it's not like it's you know. It's yeah, it's it's miniature tether bowling. Yes, like I don't even know. Tether bowling. Yes, Emily. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um so I must be enjoying it, okay. It, oh. Oh, Matthew tells Matthew tells um Robert that he needs a manservant <laughs> at the front. Yes, his cause, was cause killed. He, he or lost one and he's and he's struggling or something. Yeah. And then all the ladies are looking over at Lavinia, ready to pounce. They're just like, "Oh, get ready! We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna tell them. We're gonna tell them about the fact Matthew. that Lavinia and you know Richard Carlyle have some some shady past, and that she's she's not. And then Lavinia's super frumpy, and that's <laughs> it. And then he's gonna leave her forever. Yep. Um. um oh. Okay. And. Branson has the has the stuff. He's going upstairs with it, being real being real creepy about it. Oh, Anna's <laughs> doing so, this is so quick. It happened so quick. Anna, Anna finds, finds a, a letter on the floor of Sybil's room, and she reads it and finds out that that Branson's gonna do something bad. bad. And so she runs. She runs. I mean, She's like, like at this point, I was like, Anna, forget about the servant stairs. Just fucking I run. <laughs> like just run down the damn stairs. Um, Branson is on his way. Well, Branson's with, slowly making his way with still. With the silver pot that's that's got a lid on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is like, the, the, these are these two things are happening, like, very close in time. Like, as as Branson's moving, Anna's, like, moving with the info to, to first she goes to... She oh goes God, to Mrs. Hughes, Mrs. Hughes, and she's like, Mrs. Hughes, read this. And I'm like, Anna, just tell her. Like, she doesn't have time to read it. Like, you need to, you need to say... <sighs> Francis upstairs. He's gonna he's gonna do something bad to the dinner. We have to leave right now. Like you need to say this like as fast as possible. I felt like they did this. I felt like they did this though because it would it would just be more dramatic because we didn't know exactly what Branson was gonna Ex- do. He yeah. just said he was gonna do something. They think it's way worse than it actually was. Yeah. Um. So now they finally got to Mrs. Hughes and Mrs. Hughes gives it to Carson. Now Carson's reading yeah. it. Um. And he's like. They're like, where is he now? And he's like, oh no! And so they're running. And Branson is Branson's in looking real creepy. The dining room, about to serve. Yeah, something. he's looking real murdery. <laughs> he's looking real murdery in there. Yes. And he's he's about to open the pot, like about to. And then Carson grabs his hand. Yep. And he's like, he's like, not, not today. today. And then he just basically like looks at Branson. He's like, don't do it, Branson. Don't do it. And then he gets him to like get out of there. <laughs> They're like, what is going on? And Mary's the only one that noticed that something was happening. Mary notices, and and Robert kind of notices because he brings up later. He's like, Carson, what happened? There was there was the soup, and then there wasn't the soup. What he's happened? He's so stressed. It's like, I don't, I don't understand. Like everybody's like, it needs to be the same way, but then it's like it doesn't need to be the same way. You're in the middle of wartime. There's only so much you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so they're being real rough with him because they thought he was going to murder him. Yeah, but it um, turns out he just... Like, they probably thought he had, like, a gun in there. He was just going to dump um, this, like, ugly soup that he's made of, like... concoction of You know, stuff tar and, like, I don't know, like, cow dung and... It was, like... Yeah, it was, like, cow poop ink. Yeah. Um, sewage. Like, just a bunch of other... Yeah, sewage. Like, it was just, like, a bunch of nasty stuff. 
The um, soup it can just go in a not heated pot, I guess. And um, then they're like, well, we need a footman. And then William's like, well, I'll do it. Because <laughs> he's so yeah, he's like, nice. I'm here. Why not? It's like, I'm just in uniform. I His uniform, like, he's super cute in his uniform, but his uniform makes his torso look so short. I mean, all of the all of them do because it, like, that, that like, uniform, it cinches at the man's waist. And, like, men don't have the same waist as women, so it kind of just makes them seem like they're getting pudgy in the middle when it's just, it's just a, like, a wrap, you know? Yeah, and just, I don't know, it just... (laughs) It, it makes all of them look shorter than they actually are. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I think it's because it cuts them off halfway. Um. Um, oh, and then I think everyone at dinner is like, is like, oh, we found something out about Lavinia, Matthew. And Matthew's like, oh, I hope it's nothing horrible. And uh, then they're like, you have to ask Mary. Yeah. Um, and then they ask, like, like they're who's going to be in charge of Downton. And Ms. Dr. Clarkson's like, I've given it a lot of thought. I think Mrs. Crawley and Cora should share... The responsibility. Um, and they both have which to means, do it. <laughs> which means he didn't give it a lot of thought. But basically, Thomas did what O'Brien requested, and that was to talk to um, the medical person, you know, Dr. Clarkson, mm-hmm. um, and kind of kind of get him to say that Isabel cannot run this place by herself. Like, there needs to be, there, like, Cora needs to co co-manage or something. And then uh, Major Major's um, like, you know, somebody in, in at this table has been actually the most help, and it is Lady Edith. And everybody is shocked, and they're like, Edith? I thought she was just loitering around. Um, doing nothing, but turns out she's the one... Edith, I thought she was useless. <laughs> turns out she was the one who made the biggest difference for these men in the last two days, I guess. And And in a weird way... In a weird way, even though part of me feels like Edith doesn't deserve shit for what she did last last episode, yeah. um, maybe maybe Edith needed a win. Maybe she needed a, a slight <laughs> I know. Win. I feel like we're just gonna keep flip flopping between like Edith being good and Edith being bad. Um, so then I'm gonna play this conversation. I guess it's after dinner that Lavinia has with Mary um, about the the allegations that she's heard about her here. Oh, is this is this where she says we were it? Never lovers, not ever. I was not paying attention. We were you not lovers. She says anything, not to me, but I want to. Okay. You see, my father owed Sir Richard Carlyle a lot of money, enough to bankrupt him. And Sir Richard offered to waive oh. the debt if you gave him the evidence of the minister's guilt. Papa was terrified, and I knew I could get into my uncle's office and find the proof. What is it? He threatened to tell you all about it, and now I've told you anyway. My uncle was guilty. Oh, that's what he was threatening her that that last time. I didn't make it up. With. I believe you. But that's not why I did it. It was entirely to save Papa from ruin. So basically, like, she wasn't lovers with... Carlisle or anything. It's just the idea that, like, she just didn't want her dad, who owed him a lot of money, to go down um, for it. So she she was the one who got the information for Richard Carlisle. 
Yeah, basically. Um, and then, um, oh, William and Daisy. Should I play this as well, or do you think it'll be okay? Um, I don't know. It's, it's I, I mean, we can just explain uh, it. It's, it's okay. a little, it's, it's just very yeah. short. Um, so William asks if she took the picture and she gives it to him. So he, so he has a picture now and he says, well, you know what I'm going to ask you. So is it a yes? And Daisy's like, oh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, and Miss Hammer basically says yes yeah, for her. Yeah, she's like, yeah, Daisy, like, you're going to say yes. Of course you're going to say yes. Yeah. So they're, they're engaged <laughs> and Daisy was just like, okay, sure. All right. Yeah, basically. She doesn't have the balls to say no to him. And to be honest, I, I don't know. If I, if I was in Daisy's shoes, I'd probably do the same thing. But it's just kind of weird that she just, like, got herself so deeply entrenched in this without actually, like, she never sticks up for herself. She never can say a full sentence. Ever. She's only no. saying, like, no. half sentences and then people, like, just don't listen to her. Um, including William. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even listen to her. He does, yeah, he, I mean, he just, he hears what he wants to hear, and that's, and that's it. Like, he heard it, he heard a yes, sort of, not really, but, uh, she didn't say no, so that's a yes. Yeah, Miss, you know, Mrs. Uh, Hughes comes in at the right time and is like, hey, you want to go say goodbye to everybody upstairs? Because you're going to be part of their, you're part of the army, so you should go say goodbye to the major, major. And then, um, Mary and William, or sorry, Mary and, um... Matthew are talking, and he's like, there's something that you wanted to say to me? And then Mary's like, no, I didn't want to say anything to you, because she doesn't want to give up Lavinia, because she thinks Lavinia's really nice, and she says, you know, Lavinia and I have a a lot in common, and we're very much alike, and so naturally I think she's perfect. So she kind of is the only one who likes Lavinia, and she's the only one who's, like, nice about it, you know? Yep, which that's uh, that's refreshing because Lavinia could really use a friend mm-hmm. or two since it seems like everyone's against her. Yeah, poor poor girl, you know. And then they're saying goodbye to Major Major and Lang is, like, having a fit outside. He, like, cannot... He cannot stand there. He's having he's having an episode um, because there's just, like, a, you know, he thinks he's going to have to go to war and it's, like, because he's got this terrible PTSD. He's just not ready to be interacting with this many soldiers around him right now. Um, even Robert has to, yeah, like, Robert go, notices. Yeah, see if he's okay. Robert notices, and he, like, starts crying, and he's, like, he's, like, okay, let's, let's, uh, what does he say? Yeah, he, he asks if he has to go mm-hmm. back, and they're, like, they're, like, no, you don't. Yeah, poor guy, and everybody's just kind of trying to ignore it, like, you know, <laughs> poor Lang. Yeah, so they tell Lang to go, go to his quarters. Um, Matthew says Bye. To Lavinia. And to Mary. Says, you know. Oof. And to Mary. Poor Lang. He's having a really hard time. And I think at this point, Carson's like, Lang, you're just not, you're not ready for this. Like, I don't think you can continue to work right now. Um, yeah, and everybody's left in the dust again. And uh, then we have Carson giving some wine to Mrs. Hughes, like, good job for the day. Um... What does she say here? Yep, we de- we deserve it. We deserve it. This was a this was a hot mess of a of a With meal. With Branson and they basically come to the conclusion that Branson 
Um, although he had kind of bad intentions in a sense, he didn't actually do it. So we're just gonna let him go with a slap on the wrist on this one. I mean, what the? I mean, fuck? who knows how many other officers are gonna be at Downton? Like they can't, they can't let him stay there. They cannot let him stay the chauffeur. But like, Carson doesn't seem to think that they have a choice because like there's no one else around. Like there's just no other men who could be a chauffeur right now. So they're just like. Edith can be the chauffeur. <laughs> Are you kidding? No way. I mean, only somewhat. I'm only somewhat kidding. Yeah. Um, then we have William is back. Uh, this episode is almost done, guys. We are so close. Um, We're so close. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then... William talking to everyone, saying goodbye, yeah. and William's like, oh, I want to tell everyone. Daisy and I are going to get married. Something. Woo! Like, yeah, we're going to get married. Ethel's like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, when? And Daisy's like, oh, you know, after the war. And William William says under his breath, like, I don't know if I could wait that long. I think, oh, no, I think he's going to try and, he's going to try and pull something, like, before to he do, leaves. No, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then Mr. Carson goes in to tell Mr. Lang, Dude, um, I'm gonna have to let you go, like, he's already packing up, and he's like, I'm so sorry, and he's like, you know what, it's okay, we let you down, Lang, here's, you know, I'm gonna give you two months pay, and we just, we thought you could, you were ready for this, and you're just not ready, and I'm really sorry, and and when you're ready to work again, just tell me, and I will give you a glowing review, because you're a nice guy, and I don't want to say anything bad about you, but you're just not ready to work right now. (laughs) Yeah, which I think, all things considered, that's really nice mm-hmm. of of Carson and, you know, the rest of the household to do for him. Because, yeah, he really wasn't, he really wasn't uh, doing okay here. And uh, and maybe this just isn't the best time for him to get back into things. Um, and then uh, we have Cora and Robert getting ready for bed. And Robert's like, I'm going to actually see if I can get William to be Matthew's footman or whatever, his secondhand man. Uh, because, you know, he's... His, his sergeant servant or yeah, something. I don't even he's know. a nice guy, and, like, he he helped him out a lot tonight, because if he hadn't come back, you know, who knows what would have happened. Um, and him coming back, like, may have saved his life, to be honest. Like, we're, we'll find out. Um, and then, you know, Cora's still on the whole boat that, like, Matthew and Mary looked really nice together, and, and um, Robert says, we've dreamed a dream, my dear, but now it's over. Like, He's kind of like the time before the war is is long gone, and we were like living in a dream before then, and now it's it's all going to be very different from here on out. So, you know, you yeah. got to say goodbye to the fact that things are not ever going to be the same, right? And I, is this the end of the episode, or is there one other little bit? I don't know. Okay. I think this is it. Yeah, that was it. Okay, well, we did it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We we got through it You know what? It, it was faster because we could both be on the same page and watch it happen That's as true. it was going. Like, look at this, guys. We're only at an hour and 18 instead of an hour and 45 minutes. I mean, wow, I think that's a win. Well, now well, now we got to do our little recap. Um <laughs> So, so stick around for another 20 minutes. I'm just kidding. Um, not much longer for everyone. No. Um, this episode was, it was okay. It wasn't my favorite. Um, 
it I, I don't know I, I couldn't I couldn't get myself to to pay attention during it mm. a, a lot of the times like I understood what was happening yeah. um but like I don't know maybe maybe just not enough crazy shit happened for me um I don't but, I mean uh, I liked well, it I thought it was I thought it was really jam-packed and I thought it was kind of enjoyable to see um some things come to light especially with Lavinia and kind of even wrapping up what's going on with Mr. Bates it just was kind of like a little bit convenient but it kind of it helped slightly <laughs> it just seemed like Mr. Bates was getting added back in like way too soon after we're yeah. like all right this dude's gone like I, I thought they would have at least waited a couple more episodes like seriously the very next episode <laughs> when Anna's like I'm swearing off men forever yeah. um and then he comes the comes up back the very next episode like I'm sorry that's that's a bit that's like that's not enough time that has passed yeah um but uh, I'm really interested to kind of see what more happens with the uh, with the soldiers, like, living in that. Because I, I thought we would have gotten to, you know, get to know them a bit more. But maybe maybe we'll get to know them in future episodes? Mm-hmm. I, I think so. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Um, um, do you want to give your rating? What was your, what was your theory you had? You said you had a theory. A theory. About something. About. Branson? No. Oh, the Edith and the the guy. I think something bad's gonna happen. Yes, with yeah, not Edith. Uh, with um, Ethel, Ethel right? Ethel. The other E, other yeah, E name. Yeah, yeah. Um, her yeah. and the and the major Graham. I think his name is. I, I think that they're gonna something bad's gonna happen with her on that front. She's gonna make some bad choices. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. I can see Ethel getting into trouble. Um, um, <clears throat> I give this episode a... Uh, I kind of like this episode, actually. I'm going to give it seven left hands out of ten left hands. Oh, seven? Yeah, I liked it. Seven left hands? I thought it was fun. I thought okay. it, was, it was a lot of... It was a good pace, you know? Um... I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the right mindset when I started this episode, um, but it was very jam-packed. I will give it that. Um, it was making me a little anxious, so maybe maybe that's why I'm not liking yeah. it too much. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it six six cow dung soup bowls <laughs> out of ten. I love it. Yeah. We we only need a zero. Uh, but that was. Yeah, I really though. Um. But uh, yeah, that's that's like five that's five cow dung soup bowls too many. Um, so that was that was episode three of season two. If you uh, enjoyed this episode, you can you can comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search "All About the Popcorn" and like our page. Um, if you want to rate our show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also now on Spotify. So if that's where you prefer to listen to your podcast, you can do that there. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter at by the popcorn and Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast. And uh, if you have a suggestion for future, my AirPods are about to die. Um, if you have suggestions on future episodes, uh, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com and we have merch and we have a YouTube page just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and like that we plan to use that a lot more in the future um, but uh, thanks everyone thanks for listening everybody bye bye
Catch you guys next time. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.